0: Season three episode twenty six here uh, on a not too um bizarrely stupid week. There's just some stupid things for your midweek bonus episode that I find to be, well, if not interesting, maybe even cathartic, you know, like what are some things that we already know the entire world hates, you know, or what are some things that are really stupid that really should be illegal? Yeah, there's a lot of things I can think of about that. Maybe you can think of some, too. But uh, definitely plenty of things happening in the um, current events that were more than stupid, indeed. But, uh, yeah, that's okay. We've got the really good stupid stuff set aside for our weekend feed with Pancho Guero, which will be coming in a few more days. But uh, since this is the middle of the week, just um, you need something to break up the monotony with more stupidity. So... That's why we're here. You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy. On a dirt out in space. It's stupid, stupid. Where it stops,
1: nobody knows it's stupid. stupid. Because it's a great, big, stupid world.
0: Welcome to the bonus feed of my stupid world. I'm insane, Eric Lane, and I feel really insane this week. <clears throat> Sitting here in my man cave. Ready to give you some of the bonus stuff that you get every midweek that uh, I like to give to you. You know, like uh, the Genius Awards. We got seven more candidates of the Genius Awards this week. My insane week-in-review, of course, and uh, and and you know the usual um, you know assortment of stupidity. And there's just so much more coming on the weekend feed with my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guero, or whoever he's calling himself nowadays. So two feeds a week, I'm telling you. So um, trust me, you'll get your uh, your stupid fix um, simply by listening to this every week. Ah, just finished supper. <clears throat> ah, you know, try you can't do a podcast with stuff stuck in your teeth. It's a good thing this isn't really on video, but in any case. So, oh, by the way, you know that you've done something stupid this week, right? So by listening to this, you know it's going to be cathartic. So share it with somebody that's felt the same way, okay? And everything that I'm going to give you up here, it's five-star stupidity. So please, a five-star review would be really appreciated. And a stupid review, too. Just write one out, okay? Make it as stupid as possible. I might even read it sometime, okay? And don't forget the Insane, Your Acclaimed Stupid World Telegram channel. it's It's a great app. Telegram is a great messaging app, and uh, so I've got a channel on the Telegram app that I actually uh, will share some of the links that uh, I get from uh, some of these stupid stories. You can see pictures and video and uh, all that other good stuff and even pass them along to your friends and family, okay? I don't make this stuff up, folks. I don't need to make this stuff up, you know? It just happens. All I do is pass it on, okay? I'm not doing it because I endorse it, agree with it, or anything else. It's just stupid. Okay? That's all. So, um, and if you're easily offended, find another podcast. There's thousands of them out there. Okay? I don't have that many anyway, so who cares? <laughs> you know, I mean, really. But um, here's, here's something I found that, that, that's, um, I don't know. I, I've got mixed feelings about this. You ever treated yourselves? I like baths. I'm a bath person. My, my wife is a shower person. I'll take a shower. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm, I'm, I'm admitting I'm a little spoiled when we we got this house that we're in. It came with a soaker tub. Now, it's not the kind with the jets in it. I don't mind, you know, being in a hot tub with jets and stuff. It's kind of cool, too, but this is just a regular soaker tub. It's a big tub, okay? And, uh, you know, it's one you can really kind of spread out in. And I love it. You know, Saturday mornings, I just have nothing to do. I'll run myself some hot water, put on a podcast that I'm listening to, and just lay in the tub. You know, some people don't like the idea they're laying in bath water, but it's my bath water. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll all wash off. It's not like it's going to stick to you or anything. But I mean, I so I like a nice warm bath. I, think I, like, I really I like a nice hot bath. I, I like it just like one degree shy of pain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some people would put on music. I've done that before. Put on some music. I wouldn't even be opposed to pouring myself a nice glass of wine, you know? And then throw in your two year old Labrador Retriever. No, no, sorry. That, that you've, you've gone over the top for that. But yet. In a survey of over 2,000 pet owners, 6% of you people will bathe with your pet. Oh, Now that is gross. It's kind of wild, you know. It's kind of hard to imagine pets even being into that. I know with a, as a cat owner, not going to happen. Except that one time... The little kitten was running circles around the bathroom and decided to take a flying leap into the bathtub with me in it and realized it was full of water, and it was like, boop boop in and out. I mean, boom, just like this. Almost like the cat walked on water. Boom, it's gone. (laughs) You know? But it's kind of weird. The survey was mostly focused on unhygienic things, okay, Uh, pet cats and dogs do, often alongside their owners. And as weird as it seems... Washing up together is probably one of the more hygienic things on the list. Twenty-two people, or I'm sorry, twenty-two percent of the people, share meals with their pets. It's not a good idea to give the pet human food. It really, really isn't for a multitude of things. Now, our cats, when we sit down at the dinner table, the cat bowls are pretty much adjacent to the t- the, the kitchen table. So when we're all around the table eating, I can promise you, our cat, will be who had been sleeping on the couch most of the day, will get off the couch and saunter into the kitchen area and will sit there and will eat at the bowl while we eat at the table. Now, it's, it's hilarious. I can do that. But no, I won't share meals with my pet. 67% will allow their pets on the sofa. Well, we do that. That's okay. It's a cat. Now... I mean, a Great Dane or a Labrador retriever on the sofa? Mm, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. I'm a little uncomfortable with dogs in the house anyway. You know? 21% will allow their pets to walk on the kitchen countertops and tables. No. No. Not going to happen. 36% let their pets track dirt into the house without cleaning their feet first. Well, that's not going to happen either because we have indoor cats but no no if we had no we're not doing that no 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 i don't like if you're going to be an outdoor pet you're going to stay outdoors okay if you're going to be an indoor pet you're going to stay indoors okay uh, but no you you're, you're going to stay off the kitchen countertops and the tables too cuz that, that 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 doesn't work virtually everybody though 97% will let their pet kiss them well, okay but you know keep in mind you know if you got a dog you know where that tongue's been a lot of people let their pets onto the bed. Now our cats do that, and I don't mind that. In fact, we had one cat that crawled under the covers. Would would go, you know, and that can be, well, surprising. Uh, depending on what you're wearing to bed at night, if you know what I'm saying. Forty-four <laughs> percent let their pets sleep with their uh, sleep. Let the pets sleep with them. Twenty-nine uh, percent of people admit that their house has a bit of a pet smell. Uh, no. No, no, no. I um I'm not into the pet smell. No, I'm not into that. Um so yeah. We we want our houses to just smell like a house. But bathing with the pets? No, don't think that's going to happen. Can't can't say that I would want that. Well, going from washing your body or your pet to washing your dishes This is interesting. Okay, now, I remember when my family first got our first dishwasher. I mean, I remember a time we did not have a dishwasher, except my mother. And then we bought a dishwasher, and boy, was it fascinating. Oh, my goodness. I remember watching how we could load it up. It was so cool that we no longer had to put the dishes on the dish rack and dry them and all that kind of thing. So in an endless search to find common ground for among Americans, there was a new poll recently that was asked, what do you primarily use your dishwasher for? <laughs> That's kind of an obvious answer. Obviously, the number one answer would be, uh, duh, to wash dishes. But obviously, right, that, that would be the correct answer, right? But now, 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 despite that being the top answer, only 60% of the people primarily use their dishwasher for washing dishes. 60%. What do the other 40% do? Okay, what's up with that? Okay, well, actually, 25% said they don't have a dishwasher, so those probably should have been filtered out in the first place. But 5% of the people have a dishwasher, but they don't use it. It just sits there. You know, it's like an ornamental object or something, you know? Well, it came with a house. We don't really use it. 5% said they primarily use it as a rack to dry the hand-washed dishes. What? You you hand wash the dishes, then you put them in the dishwasher to dry? Hmm. Another 5% use it as an overflow cupboard. Cup cupboard cupboard. You have all these extra dishes and you know, you don't know where to put them. Well, put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> okay. All right. That leaves about 1% of all the people that they use the dishwasher for um other things. Other? Other what? What? And while people have talked about using their dishwasher to cook things, like salmon and lasagna, it's kind of hard to believe they would ever be a primary use. But, th- no, no. You, I guess there are, there are things now that you can do. You can cook a meal in, in your dishwasher. <laughs> oh. Actually, uh, quite a long time ago, the uh, one of my favorite movie actors, Vincent Price, was a guest on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Vincent, back in the back in the good old days of television, was showing Johnny how you could actually cook a fish entree dinner with steamed vegetables wrapped in foil all in a dishwasher. Now you no. put this in the oven? You don't no. put it in the oven. No, you don't. No. And I'll tell you what you do put it in. The dishwasher. We cooked exactly that meal in this dishwasher on the full cycle, mind you. Know. On the full cycle. The water and uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, no rinse. No, no, and no soap, but the drying and everything, the whole bit. I don't know, something about Vincent Price using a dishwasher for something other than dishes? Hmm, let's wash his skull and let's see what's inside. You know, that kind of thing. I, I could see that's a little creepy, Vincent Price using a dishwasher for something other than dishes. I don't know, but anyway. Well, this has been a story that's been getting the rounds, and... Frankly, um, I think it's kind of ironic. This kind of sums up most of America nowadays in, in a very truly visual form. A Minnesota police officer was summoned to break up this unusual street fight when two bald eagles were found stuck together in the middle of the road. Our national bird, right? Right? City of Plymouth, Massachusetts, said in a Facebook post that Officer Mitch Martinson responded to a neighborhood on a, quote, report of two bald eagles stuck together on a Plymouth roadway. Martinson said being called to break up a street fight between two bald eagles was a first for him. He says we we have to do de-escalation tactics, but I never thought it would apply to them to uh, apply to eagles or other animals. He's talking to a WCCO-TV, the officer consulted with the Minnesota Department of National Resources and the Raptor Center, which told him that eagles were likely in a dispute over territory. Now, Martinson said that he was attempting to cover the bird's head with a, maybe a plastic bag or something to try to calm them down when they decided to flee the scene. And then they started going at it again, and the next thing you knew, they were flying away. I'm telling you, think about this for a minute, and the current state of our country— And it's summed up right there in a visual with two bald eagles in a street fight. You couldn't get any more descriptive of where America is right now than that. Of course, eventually the fight broke out, I guess, when I think one of the eagles just wouldn't wear a mask. I think that's what started it. (laughs) Kind of refreshing, though. It's kind of refreshing to see a fight that doesn't involve a Democrat and a Republican. You know, I mean, really. Jeez Louise. well, Here's a 39-year-old Colorado man got himself arrested for setting his mother's house on fire. It wasn't anything nefarious or criminal other than the fact he was just trying to help her out using a blowtorch to clear out the cobwebs. There's so many other ways. But John Charles Streckenbach was arrested of suspicion of first-degree arson, criminal mischief, and causing 20 to $100,000 in damages, possessions of a controlled substance in violation of protection order, according to the Boulder Daily Camera. Fire authorities responded to this fire at a home in the 8,800 block of Vermillion Road north of Longmont. Fire personnel, upon arriving, could see smoke coming from the roof of a single-story, single-family residence, the Boulder County Sheriff's Office said in a press release. Investigators said the man acknowledged using a blowtorch to clear cobwebs in the crawl space under the house and he tried to put out the fire for an hour by himself before he finally called the emergency crews. Uh, I guess on the guy's defense, though, he he pretty much cleaned out the cobwebs. (laughs) You know. I mean, in addition to the arson charges, I think the man's also facing two counts of being a moron. (sighs) And this is something... That you wouldn't expect in law enforcement. Okay, the guy ends up torching his mother's house. Well, try this on for size. Also in the state of New York, a 29-year-old upstate New York man is in grave condition at a hospital after police used a taser to subdue him, upon which he then burst into flames. (laughs) What? What? The Times Union of Albany reported the man walks into the Catskill Village Police Department, got into a confrontation with the officers. I don't know what it was about, but whatever it was, it messed everything up. Chief Dave Darling confirmed to the newspaper the officers deployed a taser to subdue the guy. By the way, he had just, and this is important, he just doused himself with hand sanitizer. And then when they tased him, (laughs) lit up like a Christmas tree. Darling said the officers were familiar with the guy from previous encounters. In fact, he said, I think they were just afraid of he was going to hurt himself. And well, that's what started it. Darling goes on to say there's still details we're trying to develop. Now, the man was taken to the Westchester Medical Center's trauma and burn center where he was in grave condition. The police chief described the situation as horrible. Said it's now under the investigation of the Green County DA's office. Kevin Luerbrand, who's an attorney for the man's family, declined to discuss any details but said that he had asked the police to preserve all the recordings and written materials related to the encounter. Now, the chief said his officers they don't have body cameras, but there's video cameras in the police station. Wouldn't you love to see that video? Guy comes in, gets into a row with officers, they use the taser after he douses himself with hand sanitizer and woof. <laughs> Bursts into flames. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I don't know. I mean, there's some things out there that I... Well, this whole pandemic has just got things all messed up. I mean, if it weren't for COVID, there wouldn't be any hand sanitizer that much to douse yourself in, most likely. Anyway, there are some things, though, that are just so that just annoys me so much. They literally... They're, they're just so stupid. I wish it was illegal. Okay? Think about this. Here, here's some everyday stupid things that really should be illegal. Like, for instance, Christmas music less than a week after Halloween. Nah. No, no, no. Not the, at, at the radio station I'm at, no, we're not playing Christmas music until Black Friday. I don't care what you say. And then it's only going to be maybe two, three times an hour. And that's it. Well bump it up a little bit closer to Christmas, okay? There's a thread online where people are suggesting everyday things that really should be outlawed. Now, here's I I, I like some of these. I, I want to share some of these with you, okay? Ten. These are some everyday stupid things that should be illegal. For instance, and this is a biggie, sending sick kids to school. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you should throw your butt in jail for something like that. You know, another one? Oh, and this is another one too. Okay, radio commercials that play car horns, police sirens, or crash sounds. You, oh yeah, you, oh yeah, and, spe- and, and especially those stations that do it like in in living stereo. You know, so so you're driving down the road in the left channel, you hear police siren, and you're going what? You know, and then it kind of crosses over to the right speakers. You know, Ugh. another thing that really that are stupid that should be illegal. Parents that allow their kids to watch or play loud videos and games in public. Give me that thing. I'd like to take that to uh, a games console. You know. Or maybe leaving a shopping cart in a parking space. Oh, oh, yes. should be illegal. It should be illegal. Making articles of clothing with fake pockets should be illegal. It really should. Meetings that should have been an email should be illegal. You should go to jail for that. People that cut you off And then slow down every day of my life. I should make a citizen's arrest. You should go to jail. Illegal. People ask questions while using a urinal or a toilet. (laughs) You know? Oh, my. Especially when you're like at a a rest stop. And it's a crowded rest stop. And you take the only available urinal. And... About the time you get everything situated and you start doing your business, the guy next to you wants to know how far down the road is the next exit for the Shonies or something. <coughs> no. Illegal. Taking on a speak or talking on a speakerphone in public. Oh, yeah. Definitely illegal. And finally, one of the other stupid things that should be illegal, uh, chewing with your mouth open. It's, oh yes, tell me about it. Illegal. It should be illegal. I'm telling you. All right. Just a few things. Just some stupid things. Look, am I right? If you if you think if you think this is true, maybe you've got more. Okay. You can always give me some comments. All right. Just give me some comments. Some things you think that should be illegal. Okay. We we can make an entire podcast about this. And there's there are also some things I think that are universally hated by everyone on planet Earth. Okay. Really. I think hatred possibly can unite people if you do it the right way. I think it can. Because I know some things that are universally hated. For instance, like I said, the loud chewing, everybody hates it. Especially if you have a condition called misophonia. If you got, you yeah, know, that, that'll drive you nuts. Some other things that are universally hated by everybody on earth slow walkers. Oh, baby. Like when you're behind somebody on a sidewalk and you can't pass them. It happens to me every day. My, my mother in law is here, you know? And she just stands up from the table and just stands there. And you can't get around her. And I'm like, "Excuse me, I, I'm, I'm trying to get to to get my to the sink. I've got, you know, what are you doing? Oh, 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 oh." oh. She's like, "I don't know. Buffering? Uh, is is her computer buffering or something? You know, I don't. Some other things that I think are universally hated by everybody on earth: group texts with too many people. You get a ding every five seconds. That drives me absolutely crazy. And then when they reply, it's like, "Uh huh." Or my favorite is, you know, Jane laughed at I'm like, I don't care. How about this? Other universally things that are hated by everybody. Being told to calm down. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that always will work. It, most of the times it'll have an opposite effect. Yeah. Or talking during movies. Although it's surprising how many people even do it. I'm just can you shut your pie hole for a A couple of hours. People that clip their nails in public. Ugh. Do it on your own time and don't make me watch. Please. Some other things that are universally hated by everyone on planet Earth. Close talkers. They get right up in your face and they want to talk to you. Did you? I'm like, back away, people. Come on. This is a pandemic. (laughs) Drivers that don't use turn signals. Look, it's for everybody's safety, not just yours. And this happens a lot down south, I'm telling you. It's like the old man that got hauled into traffic court because he didn't use his turn signal. And he's up on on the, and he's talking to the judge about it. And of course, he's going to get fined, and he's fighting the fine. And the judge wants him to explain why he didn't use the turn signal. And the old man says, I've lived here for 47 years. Everybody knows I live down that road. Now, Okay. Some other things that are universally hated by everybody on Earth. A slow internet. Uh, even if it slows down for a minute, it just enrages us. What's the deal? You know, We had an internet service at work one time. And, and, and in radio, you need this, okay? Desperately, because we're streaming online and we're doing all this. It would just, like, drop out for a minute and a half at a time, okay? And then it would turn back on, it would work for about five minutes, then it would drop out for another minute and a half, and I, you know, about the third time, I'm ready to just pick up the computer and just throw it out the window. Pfft. Other things are universally hated by everybody on Earth. Couples who argue in front of their friends. Oh, come on. It makes everybody uncomfortable, especially if they try to get you to pick sides or back them up or something, Really? You well, know, anyway, Zappia.com put together this massive list—some sixty things that people hate. I'm gonna have to put this in the Telegram channel. So, if you, uh, if you, if you want to uh, join Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World on Telegram, then you, you can check this out. Okay, might give you some ideas. So, well, here's something that I did not know. extensive like, mainly I'm more of a cat lover, do you have a dog that tilts its head and looks kind of confused, perks the ears up, tilts the head? And he just looks like the cutest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Scientists have figured out something. Okay, they figured out why do dogs do that? No, they're not just trying to look cute. Well, until now, the best guess was that they're just trying to hear something better. You know, because they perk their ears, they tilt their head, they try trying to see past that big nose that they got, you know. But they were just guesses. And not really very good guesses, Okay. Not until a new paper comes out in the journal American Cognition. Oh yeah, that's a good bathroom reader right there. I'm going to go to the bathroom and pick up a nice issue of American or animal cognition here. Actually, this paper says it actually might be a sign that your dog is smarter than the other dogs and that they understand what you're telling them. Really? Hmm. Researchers tested a bunch of dogs to see if they could learn and remember the names of different toys. Now most of them couldn't do it but some could. Dogs that that are called gifted word learners or GWLs. My dog's a GWL. What's yours? Huh? My dog is a gifted word learner. Ooh. Turns out the GWL dogs were much more likely to do a little cute head tilt when they heard the name of each toy. Dogs that were not good at learning words. Only did a little head tilt about two percent in their sessions, but those GWL dogs did it forty-three percent of theirs. So that's why I i don't know—I don't know why. Why was the case? What, what was what was? Well, apparently the team behind the study thinks that those little cute head tilts must have something to do with the dogs accessing old memories. <clears throat> Again, this is a guess. So I guess if your dog does it a lot. You might have a genius on your hands. At least, compared to all the other dogs. Gives you some more bragging rights, I guess, you know. But we've got the very latest here on this new doggy development in this dog news. This is Dog News. And now, your dog news anchor, Annoying Pet Owner.
1: What does a new study say? What's it say? It says Puppy whoppies are trying to think really hard when they do a head tilt. Is that what you're doing? What are you thinking? Are you thinking you're the cutest? Cause you are. Yes, you are. Are you cross-referencing commands in your head? Or are you just standing there tilting your head because I'm eating a sandwich? You're so smart. You don't need a study to prove that. Does a hungry pupper puppy want bites on my sandwich? Witch? You're you do. You do. No, 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 no. Stay tuned for more dog news. So
0: everyone's tilting their head sideways now to try to understand that, huh? Well, here's something that maybe you did not understand. Would you believe that there is actually now more proof that men are just pretending to be tough and emotionless? Yeah, hate to bust your bubble, guys, but there's a new study. Then they did the study in England. It found that guys might actually get more emotional about breakups and have a harder time with them than the girls do. Researchers actually are looking through posts from online forums where 184,000 people were asking for advice or just vented about breakups. Interesting thing they found. Men were more likely than women to talk about the heartbreak that they were going through. That's right. It's either that or there are just more men out there that are wussies. In general, men are less likely to talk about their emotions with friends, more likely to ask for advice online. So the researchers say it's possible. Okay, it's possible that men just get as emotionally invested in things as women or maybe even more so. They just hide it because they don't want to, well, look like a wuss, it may be a little difficult for women to grasp this concept, so we we I, I've done, I'm doing this as a public service. We've got our resident alpha male here to uh, well uh, mansplain it to all the women that might be listening to the podcast.
1: To help us helpless women understand complicated things, this is Mansplaining. Ladies, if you could look away from Pinterest for three seconds, there's a new study that breakups are harder on men than on women. It's true. It's just so devastating for guys to realize we'll now only pay half as much for dinner and we'll no longer hear, who's that and what did you just say? While trying to watch a movie And it's a crushing blow That we won't be going apple picking this weekend Instead, we'll have to overcome our pain By playing 27 holes of golf While slamming too many beers Because we don't have to be sober For when your mom comes over later I mean, I can literally feel my heart break Right now Wow, glad I got that off my chest Aw, we would never be able to understand anything if you didn't mansplain it. Thanks, man.
0: So I hope that helps to, um, you know, convey the message, I guess. I know it's coming to the time of the year where there's another message that's going to be conveyed, and that is... You know, you better not pout. You better not cry. You better not, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Santa Claus is coming, you know, the whole thing. And Santa Claus sees, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, you know, the whole thing. But, you know, Santa's got helpers out there. And he's got that stupid elf on the shelf that helps out, right? This elf on the shelf has been a welcome tradition for a lot of families throughout the past decade or so. But apparently the elves' movements have been unwelcome burdens for some parents. (laughs) There's a lot of great stories about the Elf on the Shelf. My favorite one was last year when the when, when I guess the mom decided to put the Elf on the Shelf inside the microwave and the dad didn't see it and turned it on and the Elf on the Shelf kind of melted. Well, a judge in Cobb County, Georgia, named Judge Rob Leonard, he's offering local parents an out. He just made an order requesting that the Elf not show up in homes this holiday season. That's right. He said that Inexplicably, some elves fail to move. And when that occurs, it can disappoint the children. And with everything going on, he believes it's best to banish all elves on shelves from Cobb County. Now, clearly this is tongue-in-cheek, okay? And it's really unclear how official it is. But in any event, the parents who still uh, welcome the elf, they can keep it. He just said the order is a quote, gift to tired parents. But there are no contempts, so eh, you can ignore it. But still, it gives you an out. So you live in Cobb County, Georgia. You can take that dang elephant and stick it somewhere where the sun don't shine. Hey! Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or if you have a question, maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard, or if you want to tell of some of your own firsthand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media on Facebook, or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E.
1: And now, from the news desk
0: called Insane Eric Lane, it's the Week in Review. Republican Glenn Youngkin had his historical upset In Virginia's gubernatorial race, the fun part about the politics, though, is the two parties that always trade playbooks. This this is the part where Democrats will say the election was stolen and the Republicans now claim you can't steal an election. According to the data, though, over 100 million people voted in our off-year elections, and that's just in Russia. After the aftershocks continue to rattle the political world after Youngkin's massive upset over McAuliffe, uh, people still just don't know what happened. McAuliffe had endorsements from some of the most respected people in politics. And also Kamala Harris, former U.S. Marine and mother of three. Winsome Sears also became the first black woman elected to a statewide office as Virginia's lieutenant governor. Which is kind of funny because Joy Reid on MSNBC spent all night calling Republicans a bunch of racist sexists. And even after they elected a black woman as lieutenant governor. Now, there's a reason Joy Show is the highest-rated program at Guantanamo Bay. It's the most effective way to interrogate people. President Trump mocked President Biden for falling asleep during a climate conference in Scotland. Of course, Trump would never fall asleep at a climate conference because he never attended one. Unless, of course, he was showing up to call them suckers or losers. Of course, now in Joe's defense, you know, you've got to factor in the time the time difference. You know, it was 4 p.m. in Scotland, which means it was about noon here. and Well, that's normally Biden's nap time. I mean, I've got nothing against falling asleep. I mean, in fact, I hope I die in my sleep, like all nice and peaceful, like, you know, like my grandfather, not screaming in terror like his passengers. Florida's police chief admitted to human error in the Brian Laundrie case and now said he probably committed suicide. Of course, they're basing this on the fact that Laundrie was a really big Jacksonville Jaguars fan. New DNA testing has identified a living relative of Sitting Bull. And once again, it's not Elizabeth Warren. A new study claims that isolation improved well-being for most people during the pandemic. Whoever conducted this survey clearly hasn't read Twitter lately. The only people who feel better about themselves after being isolated are the ones who watch Tiger King. They're making a new rom-com about lockdown life. It's uh, called Love Handles, actually. And Florida's Teacher of the Year was arrested for punching a female student. Now, 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 before you judge her, you, you got to meet this student. Okay. She won Teacher of the Year, and, well, that year was 1965, apparently. And an Arizona teacher who was imprisoned for having sex with a 13-year-old student has been teaching inmates behind bars. Of course, the crazy part about the story is when the cops locked her up, she was already handcuffed. Of course, the school board was outraged. She hooked up with her student because... Neither of them were wearing a mask. And another Florida woman was arrested for pouring a pan of hot grits on her boyfriend. It was all part of a very unbalanced breakfast. And China has locked 34,000 guests inside Disneyland to get COVID tests. The results came back in an hour or 30 minutes if you had a fast pass, but uh, Disney rides have changed during the whole COVID era. You know, for instance, the most popular ride is uh, now called Six Feet of Space Mountain, and uh, Snow White only has four dwarves now because three of them are working from home. an aquarium in Australia published an adorable video of their seals eating treats from a pumpkin for Halloween. (laughs) Of course, you can tell from their whiskers that they dressed up for the holiday is a uh, Dianne Feinstein. Adele performed at Los Angeles' uh, Griffith Observatory in a sneak peek of her upcoming CBS special. So if you're wondering why everyone at the observatory looks so sad, that's why. Now, a lot of people hate Adele because she's the only person who actually lost weight during the pandemic. She was saying in a recent interview that McDonald's would be her death row meal. It's uh, kind of funny that uh, death row was on her mind. I mean, she's written so many breakup songs, you know she's fantasized about killing one of them. Hello from the Other Side was actually about prison glass, wasn't it? Bush Beer is now selling a wedding dress based on their beer cans. That's entirely camouflage, which makes makes sense. I mean, because if you're getting married in this dress, you'd probably prefer it if no one could see you. But finally, we got a wedding dress now that screams, DON'T MARRY ME! Then again... At least the camo will hide your beer gut. The New York Mets have parted ways with General Manager Zach Scott after his DUI adre- arrest, and uh, the Mets, you know, have enough guys who don't know how to get home. And NASA astronauts say they have successfully grown chili peppers in space. <laughs> well, of course. Those peppers are chilly. I mean, it's, what, negative 450 degrees up there, you know? I mean, come on. The astronauts now have used the peppers to make tacos filled with beef and artichokes, which is the kind of meal you should only eat if you've got a $21 million titanium toilet. A new study found that people who sleep naked are twice as likely to get a good night's sleep. So, there's one upside to dating Bill Cosby. I mean, seriously, though, I mean, what creep conducted the survey anyway? Hey, hi there. Hey, do you sleep naked? I called the survey organizer for a comment, but he was still getting the pepper spray out of his eyes. City of Minneapolis voted to keep its police force after a ballot initiative that would have replaced it with social workers. But don't get too excited, because now they'll fire the cops for not being vaccinated. The Scientists have a word for people who want to get rid of the cops. They're called idiots. And a large naked Scottish man exposed himself to President Biden as his motorcade rode past the man's house. Wow. Flashing the president. That takes balls. Crazy part is if they uh, weren't supposed to take that route to start with. You know, never hire a limo driver who gives you the package deal. <laughs> oh, boy. And there's a hot rumor in showbiz... Kim Kardashian is dating Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live. I think it's pretty much no secret anymore, but it's the beginning of the relationship, you know, so Christian Jenner is uh, asking that you not respect their privacy during this challenging time. Of course, I don't know how this dude keeps landing all these ladies, you know. I mean, they, they say women like a funny guy. So, seriously, how is he landing them then? He must be, what, packing some serious heat? The guy has a day job as a speed bump. I mean, most of the family is given their blessing, but Caitlin says, uh, well, she can go either way. Facebook shutting down its facial recognition program, and they're deleting billions of selfies that they use to identify people, which sounds pretty noble of them, but they'll just use your Instagram pictures instead. Actually, Mark Zuckerberg was supposed to release a statement, but somebody forgot to change. To, somebody forgot to charge him up, so they couldn't turn him on president trump's website is offering quote iconic christmas wrapping paper with his image on it for 35 bucks now you can get the trump wrapping paper today but thanks to joe biden your presence probably won't get there till after christmas what a difference between the two parties you know i mean trump is selling wrapping paper while hunter Biden, hunter biden is uh, selling rolling papers and the atlanta braves returned home to celebrate their world series championship after clinching it in houston the fans didn't have any banners to greet them at the airport because the astros stole their signs get it you know because well anyway it was the team's first uh, world championship since 1995 when bill clinton was in office that was back when the president didn't mind if you took a knee especially in the oval office yeah, There's no word on whether or not the team will visit President Biden at the White House, though. Of course, it doesn't help that Biden called the Astros to congratulate them after the game. And he was talking on a banana, thinking it was a telephone. You know. but the president is being criticized also for blaming his party loss in Virginia on everything but his own agenda. The Democrats don't get it. I mean, the voters rejected everything that they offered. I mean, to put it in restaurant terms, the voters said, this food sucks, and Biden is saying, I got it, we'll serve bigger portions. Biden was also criticized for not doing any public events after returning home from Scotland, which really makes no sense. I mean, it's not like he didn't get any sleep over there. And a new study shows vaccines could reduce the rates of cervical cancers, mostly by giving people heart attacks before they grow old enough to develop cancer. And a Florida second grader has been suspended over 30 times for refusing to wear a mask in the classroom. And the crazy part? She's homeschooled. And a 16-year-old Boston student is accused of knocking her high school principal unconscious. But nobody really should judge her until you meet this principal. Even more disturbing for the principal is how many people clicked like on the video. The U.S. Army put out a video of their parachute team competing in the national skydiving competition the team started by jumping out of their plane and free falling which the judges called an incredible impression of joe biden's approval ratings the international holiday pub crawl known as SantaCon is coming back to new york city so if you got kids keep him out of the city unless you want to see them, see or let them see Santa puking on the sidewalk, you know. Or Mrs. Claus getting thrown out of a bar and then peeing on the sidewalk. (laughs) Yeah, this Santa definitely sees you when you're sleeping because he's usually sleeping on the park bench next to you. And a Newsmax anchor has been taken off the air after saying the vaccine has a satanic tracker in it and encouraging viewers to read the Old Testament to see how it ends. Yeah, they took her off the air because she's now president of the network. Yeah, you got to see the clip, though. I mean, it's so intense it actually woke up both of their viewers. And there's a video that's gone viral of anchors at CNN and MSNBC having on-air meltdowns as the Virginia election results came in on the election night. (laughs) It's it's, it's a good thing the media isn't biased or anything, you know? There's a supercut in there of MSNBC's anchor saying Republican voters are racist as Winsome Sears, a black woman, is being declared the Republican winner for lieutenant governor. Let's just hope they show it at their intervention. Mark Zuckerberg continues to tout his upcoming metaverse will be a virtual world where you can work out with trainers and meet up with friends, which is a function Zuckerberg added after someone explained to him what friends were. Zuckerberg says in the future, almost all commerce and socializing will take place in the metaverse, which is why Democrats are already working on a pass uh, to make a mask mandate there. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers missing the game against the Kansas City Chiefs because he tested positive for COVID. Kind of crazy, you know, because the Chiefs defense has been socially distancing from people all season. Now, Rodgers uh, had told reporters over the summer he was vaccinated, but it turns out he wasn't. When he said he got Johnson & Johnson, turned out it was baby powder. Federal Appeals Court has blocked the president's vaccine mandate for private businesses. says it violates the Constitution. Of course, you know, you'd think Biden would know better because, you know, he was there when they wrote the Constitution. Of course, it comes as the White House announced that Jill Biden is going to help sell the vaccine to parents of the kids uh, of ages 5 to 11 years old. No offense, but I don't think any parent wants drug advice from Hunter's parents. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez slammed Democratic strategist James Carville for saying the party lost in Virginia because it's gotten too woke. Yeah, AOC is in a bad mood, you know, because she got caught, she got, caught top, got copying uh, on a COVID test. Of course, if politics were a restaurant, Virginia voters would say, this food sucks, and AOC would be like, I've got it, let's give them bigger portions. Yeah, we've heard that before. Seems like a play out of the Democratic strategy book, right? A new study found that half of unvaccinated Americans say nothing will change their minds. The other half couldn't talk because well, they were at a job interview. If they drop this vaccine mandate, though, I'm going to be furious. I mean, I paid a ton of money for this vaccine card on Craigslist. And a Facebook study found one in eight users are addicted to the app in a way that is damaging their work, relationships, and sleep, while the other seven don't have work, relationships, and they never sleep. Some people say it's more than one in eight of people having their lives ruined by Facebook, but come on. I mean, it's not like Facebook studies of Facebook is going to lie about the numbers. The, the irony here is that Facebook started as a place where you'd go to see if your high school ex got fat. Now, we spend so much time sitting around looking at it, we're all getting fat. And a Bronx teacher was arrested after he sent students pictures of his genitals over Snapchat. Yeah, this is a big no-no, you know, because... Some of the kids are allergic to nuts. Never hire a substitute teacher who gives you the package deal, you know. And Senator Ted Cruz hitting back at producers at Sesame Street because they had Big Bird getting vaccinated, trying to boost interest in kids' vaccines. And the liberals were mad, too, because they said that it should be called Plus Size Bird. (laughs) Of course, I could live with the Big Bird video, frankly, but, you know, I did think the new Vaccinate Me Elmo doll eh, went a little over the top. A Veterans Day charity event by CNN shows that eBay users are willing to pay $2,000 for a half-hour Zoom call with Paul Rudd or Jake Tapper, but only 57 bucks for a call with Brian Stetzler. That's right, Brian Stetzler? Yeah, well, anyway, to be fair, Stetzler would probably get more money if he just shut the camera off of a Zoom call. I mean, the dude looks like a talking potato, frankly. I mean, J- Jeffrey Tubin is not even involved with the Zoom call auction, which is uh, kind of surprising because most people thought he would stick it out for another year. Two Kenyans won the New York City Marathon in the most widely attended race in years. And to be fair, half the people weren't marathon runners. They were just being chased by muggers. Women's winner Perez Jepchercher won the first Olympic gold medalist to win the New York City Marathon in the same year. She won with the time of 2 hours, 22 minutes, 39 seconds. And to put that into perspective, if you were to get in a car in New York City and drive 2 hours... 22 minutes and 39 seconds, you'd be about 20 blocks from where you started. Former President Donald Trump, in an exclusive interview with Fox News, said he would probably wait until after the 2022 midterm elections to formally announce whether he'll run for president in 2024. Now, many people are saying this is kind of hilarious. The fact that Trump thinks that we'll make it to 2022... That is, well, Trump stated, I think a lot of people will be very happy, frankly, with the decision and probably will announce that after the midterms. Of course, you know his son Don Jr. is excited, mainly because, well, unlike his college days, these are midterms that he won't fail. And according to a USA Today, Suffolk University poll, President Biden's approval rating is now currently at a dismal 38%. Not sure what's more pathetic, that Joe's approval rating is so low, Or the Joy Reid's going to blame the white supremacists? According to the results, though, 46% of the people that voted for Biden say that he's done a worse job as president than they expected. (laughs) Yeah, the people that voted for him are really rolling in their graves right now. And a Fort Myers, Florida high-speed police chase ended with a suspect jumping off a bridge and into the river, or as it's known in Florida, the weekend. The suspect was allegedly speeding down a Florida bridge at 100 miles an hour before he crashed into the guardrails and spun out of control. You know, he should have never taken those classes at the Tiger Woods Driving School. And Germany is supposedly making its playgrounds more dangerous to teach kids about risk. They got the idea from Los Angeles, you know, where there's heroin needles at the bottom of every slide. You know, then again, that's not all nothing compared to how Korean children play red light, green light. And a new report claims Aaron Rodgers will not be appearing in as many State Farm commercials after he revealed that he was unvaccinated. Now, State Farm is still going to stand behind him, okay, but basically you might say in one weekend State Farm went from like a good neighbor to the neighbor that calls the cops on you when you're having a Memorial Day barbecue.
1: I'm this genius. I'm simply a human.
0: It's like a caveman thing or something. And now this week's a genius award. And we've got more geniuses this week for you, including well, this Samuel Adams is giving us all an out-of-this world beer. <clears throat> and they mean it literally. The Boston, Massachusetts-based craft beer company, they've announced they're launching. Spacecraft. It's a beer brewed from 66 pounds of hops that's traveled more than 300 miles above earth. So, you might ask, what does a space beer taste like? Well, Samuel Adams explained it in a press release. The brew comes with a bitter with a firm bitterness and tropical notes of grapefruit, guava, and passion fruit. As for how the beer got its name, the company explained that it turned into they they, they turned to fans on social media to help come up with a moniker appropriate for a beer with cosmic proportions. <clears throat> the new Samuel Adams spacecraft beer will only be available in select markets. And if you're interested in getting yourself some, you can actually order it, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, may, maybe a trip to space can actually make Sam Adams beer drinkable for once, huh? I don't know. I'd be way more impressed, though, if he somehow managed to fire off a case of this uh, to some alien fraternity brothers as a peace offering, frankly. And then there's this. A 30-year-old woman has been charged with extorting millions from a wealthy man in Las Vegas... By threatening to expose photos of him along with secretly recorded conversations, according to police and court records. Now, Las Vegas police wrote in an arrest report for Ava Bilge that the man whose name was blacked out of the report first met Bilge in 2016 when she was an employee at the Signature at MGM Grand. Now, the man agreed to mentor and financially support her in a business endeavor, what the police say. But eventually, of course, that relationship turned personal. If he didn't give her the money when she requested it, she would go to the news or post all the information publicly on Instagram, according to what the police say. Uh, Police examined the accuser's phone, finding 25,000 text messages between the man and Bilge. They found texts demanding that she be paid every Thursday, and if he didn't pay her, that she has all the paperwork and text messages ready with all the information they had discussed in the past. Las Vegas Justice Court records show that Bilge is charged with 27 felonies. One count of extortion, six counts of monitoring a private conversation, 14 counts of money laundering, and six counts of conducting a financial transaction with illegally obtained money. According to a public defender, they've uh, they they or they've got a public defender actually appointed to represent her. Now a pre- preliminary hearing in the case has been scheduled now for justice court. But what people openly and publicly date and marry six dolls nowadays? What could this guy have been into that is so embarrassing that he's willing to give this woman millions of bucks to keep her mouth shut? You know, a young woman squeezing millions out of an old man in Vegas isn't news. Come on, <laughs> just call it Wednesday. <laughs> Or how about this? An upstate teen has been arrested. He's a New York, upstate New York teen, arrested for allegedly lying to cops about finding a sewing needle in his Halloween candy, according to the police. A 14-year-old claimed he made the horrifying discovery when he bit into a fun-sized Twix bar that he got while trick-or-treating at the Sherwood Park neighborhood. Now, the boy's father filed a complaint that prompted authorities to warn about tainted candy. But after an investigation, the teen admitted... He made the whole thing up after he saw the idea for a hoax on TikTok and thought it'd be funny. Police said he was charged with falsely reporting an incident and released to probation. Parents in Fastoria, Ohio, were put on alert by authorities investigating a similar report. Although we were only aware of two pieces of candy being involved, we take this seriously and are appalled that anybody would be so demented as to want to hurt children in our community, according to Police Chief Keith Loreno. Police have yet to make any arrest in connection to this alleged tampering. But he'd also have to make up a story for the police about how he got all those fresh bruises from wrecking his bicycle, huh? Yeah, well, kids who think stuff like this is funny are just living proof, you know, even though it may be legal in your state, making babies with your cousin is not cool. And what about this? In a plea deal, a 21-year-old Florida creep who was spotted masturbating on the back of a woman shopping with her son in the toy aisle of a Walmart, has been sentenced to 15 months in state prison. During a circuit court hearing, Elias Flore pled no contest to a felony child abuse charge in connection with the vile act at the Walmart in Winter Haven in December of 2019. Flora was originally charged with lewd and lascivious behavior in the presence of a child under the age of 16. Flore copped to the lesser child abuse count, As part of the plea agreement, prosecutors dropped the misdemeanor battery count. Upon completion of his prison term, Floor, by the way, who was taken into custody following his plea, will be placed on probation for three years. He's also ordered to pay about $900 in fines and court costs, and he'll have to undergo a psychosexual evaluation. According to the Winter Haven Police Department, Floor approached this victim from behind while she was shopping with her 12-year-old son. Floor then unzipped his pants whipped at his penis, and police say that he got within an arm's reach of the woman who was facing away from him shopping, he masturbated until he, quote, ejaculated on the pants of the victim, which would be on her buttocks. <laughs> this is exactly why you need to always pay attention to your surroundings, okay? I mean, if, if this woman was more aware, she could have seen this coming. <clears throat> Literally. I mean, I hope they put this creep in solitary, frankly. Also known as the stands, uh, you know, also known as the stands at a Miami Dolphin game. You know, wow. Just remind me to stay away from Walmarts in Florida. And then there's this. You got to check this out. A 37-year-old Alabama man is behind bars after allegedly biting off the tip of a security guard's finger in a nightclub. The incident took place at the Cabaret Dothan Dance Club on Ross Clark Circle in Dotham. Michael James Duncan was booked into the Houston County Jail around 2:15 a.m. in charge of first-degree assault, as a security guard attempted to escort Duncan from the club. Owner said that he bit off the tip of the guard's finger. According to jail records, the currently has a bond set at $30,000. He remains in the Houston County Jail. Duncan spit out the security guard's fingertip and told police it tasted like Vienna sausages and skull wintergreen. <laughs> You seriously have to be acting like a fool to get tossed out of a strip joint in Dothan, Alabama. (sighs) Then you'll never believe the Florida Department of Law Enforcement is investigating an officer-involved shooting after Largo police said officers shot at a man who was armed with a rifle. The incident took place after officers responded to a domestic disturbance. A man was reportedly at the location on the property of his ex-girlfriend's residency. According to a police department release, the man was damaging the woman's vehicle and had gotten into an altercation with the neighbors. Police said that upon arriving at the scene, officers made contact with the armed man and three officers were involved in the shooting as a result of the encounter. Well, the man was, who was shot was transported to a local hospital where he's being treated for what are believed to be non-life-threatening injuries. In addition, two Largo officers were involved in a vehicle crash while responding to the scene. The officers were transported to a local hospital for precautionary measures. No names are being released while the investigation is underway. This guy was, what, damaging his ex-girlfriend's car and got into an altercation with the neighbors before getting shot? Something tells me this wasn't his first shot that he took that night, if you know what I mean. I guess when it comes to ending relationships, this guy goes out with a bang. Literally. Literally. Okay, one more. <clears throat> this is from the good old state of Pennsylvania. Penn Township Police questions a man who they suspect is responsible for an unsuccessful robbery attempt at a convenience store gas station in Harrison City, Pennsylvania. Police Chief John Otto said the attempted robbery occurred at about 11.15 in the morning when a man enters a BP station at the corner of Harrison City Export Road at Route 130 and passed a cashier a written note. Otto says officers are not certain whether the suspect got in a vehicle or just ran from the store, prompting police to contact penn Trafford officials at nearby McCullough, Penn Middle and Harrison Park schools. Otto said officers put a, a description of the vehicle and the suspect located the car a short time afterwards and then took the man into custody in the Claridge area of the township. He's being questioned by our officers right now and may be arraigned later today, Otto says. It was all over within maybe an hour and a half. So, will you put all the cash in a bag? Check yes or no. <laughs> At least he was polite and wrote a note instead of just shoving a 9 millimeter in the cashier's face. Anyway, maybe you thought you've done some things really stupid, but I'm pretty sure some of the things you may have heard in this podcast has definitely improved your attitude. So, please share the podcast with somebody who might be feeling the same way. Because you know, stupidity is always addicting. You want to make sure you click that subscribe button so you get your stupid fix. We got new episodes delivered twice a week. Every time they're published, you won't miss one. Don't forget, in addition to this bonus episode, we got the weekend feed featuring Pancho Guerrero, my insane Florida nephew. We got stupid stories from Florida and beyond. We have our weekly round of the insane game show. You can play along yourself to see how well you do. So, uh, give us a five-star rating because I pick only the five-star stupidity, okay? And write a real stupid review, okay? Especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, it just embellish a little bit, you know? When you when you give us a review and a rating on on Apple, for some reason it <clears throat> helps us to get noticed a lot more, I guess on. on on search engines, I guess. That's that's what they tell me anyway. But you can also uh, check out some of the actual stories that I base these uh, stupid acts on. Yes, I post them in the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. It's a great little messaging app. Uh, there's links, there's an opportunity to comment on the links, you can share them with people, you can watch the videos and the articles and see things, all that kind of good stuff. You just head over to a special website for that, t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. That's like Telegram Me, t.me slash Insane Eric Wayne. You'll see a preview of the channel. There's also a little button you can click to download the Telegram app easily on your device, whether it be desktop or mobile, whatever platform you use. And of course, you can also follow me on social media at insane eriklane on facebook and twitter and contact with me on my website at insaneericlane.com. yeah i got one more final thought though okay and that is this a quiet man is a thinking man a quiet woman is usually mad I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and of Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane and visit InsaneEricLane.com.